cloud song Singing to that highway song Got a little night smile That kind of drives you out Nothing like playing with fire Brings boy to life Be with the fuse you like Be good, you're dynamite Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds for the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning, which is April the 12th, 2023. This uh, show is every every morning here at 1420 in the morning. It's brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB for 20% off their men's skincare products and keep that youthful exuberance in your mug as we get a little bit older or things start to change a little bit. So uh, this is a product I can really get behind. I've had it for a couple, three weeks now and uh, can really actually see the uh, the difference that it's making already. So go to calderalab.com and give your, give your mug that extra care that it needs on a daily basis. Anyways, the National Hockey League schedule is coming down to uh, the final days. Uh, the season ends on Friday with two hockey games left. There's still one playoff uh, spot up for grabs. It's been crazy. Gary Bettman and the guys uh, at the world headquarters in New York City, they've got what they wanted uh, with the parity in the league and everything else that they have, the competitive balance that they've always wanted. There's a there's a lot of teams that were in, in it right till, right till last night. There was a team eliminated right, uh, right till to, to – it could be tomorrow that another team gets eliminated. There's only two team or one series that's set up, and that's uh, for, for who the opponents are going to be. And that's been that's been set up since I think January, really, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs, who played a pretty good hockey game last night down in Tampa. That the, the Leafs ended up winning that game without Marner and without Matthews playing. But anyways, that doesn't matter a whole bunch. But the, some good, great hockey games last night, and everything else. But the competitive balance is there, and it keeps the parity in the league. It keeps people interested right at the bitter end. Uh, the buildings are full. Everybody's talking about who's going to play who, and it keeps hockey relevant right now, which it should be 100%. Uh, with baseball starting, people getting in, into different things going on in, in their lives and getting out of their uh, their, their winter hibernation, maybe not uh, being around the television watching hockey. It keeps people watching the game a lot more. It keeps the playoff races going. It's crazy how there's only the, the one playoff match set up so far. Everybody's kind of where they're going to be. It could be a win here or a loss there that could change uh, just where where, where guys play and where their, where their standings are, but there's every team's last game is kind of uh, it's going to matter a whole bunch. Even the teams that that aren't making the playoffs, their their uh, their games are becoming more and more important. You, you look at what Chicago did last night with the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
We'll talk about that in a second too, but it's crazy how the games that you think that would, uh, wouldn't have any bearing on a season would, uh, would come down to this. And it, it goes down to what I've said before. And I'll say it again, that every game matters. And no matter what you say about a game in October or a game in November, how you don't think it's going to matter in your national hockey league season or in your baseball season games in April, the Yankees won the big, big yesterday. I was going to get my Yankee plug in there, but these are the people who say that these games don't matter early. They don't know what's going on in the world of sports. They don't have any idea how a season, actually works because these these seasons can be long they can be tenuous they can be uh, a bit they can, can be a bit drawn out you, you, you kind of get bored sometimes you get those february games you're like oh man i don't want i don't want to watch another game because sometimes the hockey season does seem to drag a little bit and you don't even watch like if you're kind of an outsider fan you don't watch a whole bunch of games during the week you, you tune in because you're supposed to but there's a lot of games that, that don't have any relevance you don't really care about a columbus minnesota wild game i don't think i've ever watched a columbus minnesota wild game in fact i don't think i've watched a Minnesota Wild game in, in its entirety in my life, but uh, just one of those one of those franchises that don't that don't tickle the uh, don't tickle the heartstrings, I guess, is one of those things. But the National Hockey League, they got what they wanted when they got the collective bargaining agreements, and they they, they got the guys uh, the, the 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 competition committee, I guess it was called, to to try to find a way to keep people people interested, keep things going. Uh, I remember years ago when they had the problem with the clutching and grabbing and the neutral zone trap and the left wing lock, and they had to get rid of that. And then they had they got rid of all the different rules to, to get more scoring in the game, which they've done, uh, more uh, more action in the game, which they've done. They they, they shrunk the goaltender equipment to get more goals, and that that's helped. I still think they could do a little bit more there. But I think the biggest thing with hockey is that just the, the guys are so skilled. I watched that uh, the end of the um, the Colorado Edmonton game last night, and just the skill level that those guys have, those two teams are playing at a different speed and a different level that I that I that I haven't seen in my 48 years watching hockey. Well, 45, I guess. I guess I wasn't watching hockey right out of the womb, but it's one of those things. Like there, it's it's unbelievable. I think that has more to, more to do with it than anything. What why the games are more entertaining and, and why the game is is where it's at. And I think that's the biggest thing is that it's just a, the guy, guys are just faster and the, the uh, and the skill level is just so high. But the, the one thing I like, I I understand why hockey did it to keep people relevant, and I understand that is one of those things that you want to have people watching the games, and every point matters, and everything else. But I I'm still not a fan at all of the three on three. I'm still not a fan of, especially more more so of, of the shootout. I I can't stand the shootout. Actually, I hate it to to every last sense of my being that I don't think a, a skills competition should end, should end a hockey game. You know, I've talked about it on this show. I've talked about other people's shows that I've been on. I've talked about it with people in fucking sports bars. Swearing this early in the morning probably isn't good for my my soul, but I've talked about that. I, I've hated shootouts ever since I can remember. Might Maybe it has something to do with uh, losing a shootout on the last day of the regular season in the Alberta Junior Hockey League many, many moons ago, but one of those things I've just never been, been a fan of the shootout. I think that's something that they got to look at, maybe get rid of that. I know why they do it. They want the games to end. They don't want having to tie and they, they have time constraints because of because of tv and everything else that's the only reason why they do it and anybody who says anything differently as to why they have a shootout is that they're lying to themselves they're lying to me uh the, the only reason why they have the, that the shootout in place is because they have a time constraint on television that's the only reason because there's a definite end to that and it's and, and it's it's ridiculous that, that you have guys who battle it out battle it out battle it out for for that one point 
what I would do, it, it, like if, if there was a situation, I've talked about it before, go to a four on four, then go to a three on three and then end it. And if it ends ends that way, just leave it, it because I, I, I don't think it should end that way. And if you're going to go to a shootout, you know what? Don't have that extra point. If you're going, if you're, if you're so hell bent on having a winner of a hockey game, make sure that the teams want to end it in, in, in the overtime session or more so in, in, uh, in regulation time and don't give that extra point for a shootout. You have to, if you, if you lose uh, an actual I wouldn't say an actual hop, a hockey game because it's, it's still depleted part of the game with the three on three. But if you lose that, then you get the loser point. If you lose, a, if you lose in a shootout, you shouldn't get the extra point. That's your, you should get both points and call her good. Maybe to keep, get, get the shootout out of here because that's just one of those things that I, I don't think should be a part of the game, but it has led to a lot of, a, a lot of this parody in the league where the, where the extra point you get there, you get the points and then they, you look at the standings. You need to you need a, a calculator and an abacus and math mathematicians and accountants to figure out a week ago like yesterday I was trying to record something I was trying to figure out how all the different combinations because there was a lot going on just as of yesterday and it kind of cleared up yesterday with uh, Chicago beating Pittsburgh it, it got one more team out of the mix and then Winnipeg won last night so then they're in and, and the like but it's crazy how you, it's it, the, the the numbers you got to have and the ROW and then this one regulation win and regulation loss and this tie and that and everything else it gets a little bit confusing for a guy like me who's uh, who's just used to be a wins and loss kind of guy because I'm old enough to remember when there wasn't even there wasn't even overtime in the regular season right it was just a tie and that was it uh, so that was easy to to say two points was this one point was that see you later bing bang boom that that's her and but now it's a, it's a lot different I don't like it I, I but I I understand why they're doing it. it keeps people interested it keeps people uh invested in in the season right to the bitter end there's like I said there's one game left for, for most teams and a lot of these teams um how they don't know where they're traveling on Monday or Tuesday or Sunday afternoon whatever whatever it may be for the playoffs. There's the one matchup that's going to be a, a humzinger. Toronto's going to win that series. Mark it down here on the, uh, the 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 12th day of April, 2023. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to beat the, the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning in that first round. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's crazy how the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, who've only won two games in their last 14, I think it is, how they become such an integral uh, or a part of this playoff race. And Because the two wins that, they, that they've had in the last 14 basically might have ended a couple of seasons. You look at the, what they did with Calgary last week. Calgary lost that game. Calgary Calgary's got a lot of problems. We talk about a lot in this this part of the world, but Cal, that that, uh, that loss Calgary had to Chicago last week was a backbreaker for their season. Yes, it's not once; it's only one game, but that's the one that kind of decided Calgary's fate for their season. And then last night with Chicago somehow beating the the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins five uh, two, even like it was a kind of a, a little bit of a beat down five two, and you're you're out. And so that kind of puts Pittsburgh uh, behind the eight ball. You have one game against it. They should win against Columbus, but the, the they're going to need some help. They're going to need Montreal to give them a hand and beat the Islanders on Wednesday night, I think it is. I don't think that's going to happen. So you got to think that the 17-year run of Sidney Crosby and the Penguins being in the playoffs is over, and you wonder if that's going to be the end of an era in, in Pittsburgh and what kind of a, a change they're going to have and how they're going to go uh, moving forward, or if Crosby's going to stick around or Malkin's around or Latang and the like. They got. I mean, everybody's got to find some goaltending, and that's one of those things but you, you wonder how a team like Chicago who's uh, their franchise doesn't even want want wins right now because they want to get in that uh, that chase for Connor Bedard with with Columbus who's they're, they're right there now I think Chicago's two points up with their win last night but you you wonder how a team like Chicago has been irrelevant all year long ends up being the team to to knock out two to uh to a basically should have should have been playoff teams for sure it's funny how hockey can t- turn that way and, and everything else you just it's crazy how that happened yeah you pit uh 
Florida got got in the playoff race last night. You got to think that uh, the, uh, the, the the things are changing a lot in the National Hockey League. The way it's all going to turn out, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out on on uh, when it's all said and done. On I guess we'll know by Saturday morning, Friday night. I guess who's playing who and how it's all going to to, to go together. We have a, a show plan. We're going to be do, doing. I think so I'm not not even going to get it going to get out on onto uh, the airwaves or, or the podcast world. We're thinking about doing a. Uh, Sunday night after hours kind of a deal only on YouTube about eight o'clock Mountain Standard Time we're going to be recording that one it'll just be up on YouTube live half hour show to wrap up the the, the, the week and see the the playoff look ahead see what went wrong what what uh, what went right with the National Hockey League season we're going to do it every Sunday night on YouTube but we'll we'll talk about that maybe uh, we'll talk about that on probably Saturday morning we'll give you the, the details of how that's all going to pan out so yeah interesting to see how the NHL is going to going to play this out see what they're going to do uh, when the, when it all starts and how it's going to all all pan out but the Stanley Cup champions, I think, are going to come out of the Western Conference. Uh, but, well, I shouldn't say that because the Bruins are the Bruins are still the Bruins, and they have a uh, just as good a shot as anybody. But, anyways, there's my talk for the day uh, here on fourteen twenty in the morning. Brought to you by CalderaLab.com. Anyways, on this day in 1980, Canadian athlete Terry Fox began his marathon of hope in St. John's, Newfoundland, to raise money for cancer research. Fox, who lost his right leg to cancer at the age of 19, uh, dipped his prosthetic leg in the Atlantic Ocean and began his journey across Canada and ran until he couldn't run anymore. His journey ended 143 uh, days and 5,373 kilometers later, but was uh, forced to end it when cancer spread to his lungs. Uh, $1.7 million raised by the time he ended it. But now since it's been going, uh, the Marathon of Hope and the Terry Fox Run, which has been going since he couldn't do it anymore, has raised over $850 million uh, for research to the uh, annual Terry Fox Run for Cancer Research. Uh, yeah, I remember doing that as a kid. I remember when I was at Notre Dame, a little bit older, the Fox Hound Run. It's still a thing that goes right across Canada. And you remember those uh, that those Terry Fox? I mean, I'm old enough to remember it, obviously, 1980. But it was, uh, man, that guy had a, one of Canada's greatest athletes. And kind of shows that you can uh, you can do anything. You put your mind to it, even with one leg. And you, it's uh, one of those, uh, one of the greatest Canadians of all time, one of the greatest people of all time. That he tried to make make a, make a change all those years later. You can say what you want about cancer research and where some money goes. But Terry Fox, uh, he gave it his all back in the day. There's no doubt about that. And happy birthday to Adam Graves, born on this day 55 years ago in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, Graves was drafted 22nd overall by the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Graves, uh, Two Stanley Cups, one in Edmonton, one with the Rangers. 16 years in the National Hockey League. Stops in Detroit, Edmonton, San Jose, and the Rangers, obviously. 329 goals, 287 assists for 616 points, 1,224 penalty minutes. And like I said, two-time Stanley Cup winner. Uh, great player. I like I like Graves a lot. He's a rough-and-tumble kind of a player. He was a no-nonsense kind of a guy. Like the way he played, there's no getting around now. You can play on my team any day. Anyways, we're doing the uh, the playback uh, the Yankee telecast today. Make sure you guys tune into that. Watch that for for a couple of innings. There's, uh, there's a method to the madness. But watch the Yankees game with me today. They're playing the game three of the uh, series against Cleveland. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's very important. That's the way uh, these podcasts are kind of growing nowadays. So su- subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch the shorts and everything else. It puts us up there. But most importantly, listen to the uh, 1420 podcast. Support our sponsors and the whole bit because it, uh, it helps us keep putting these shows out there for you guys. And we like doing it. Uh, what do we got? We got uh, one more 1420 in the morning tomorrow. And then Dave and I are doing the 1420 Sports Bar podcast tomorrow night. And then the Yankee preview on Friday morning. And that'll be a special show for some some different reasons as well. But anyways, thank you guys very much for listening to the show this morning. Those of, us, those of you who watched on YouTube and Facebook, thank you very much. And those who are going to watch it on YouTube later on, thank you very much.
very much. Make sure you guys like it and share it and everything else. It's one of those things. Anyways, thank you very much for being on the, for watching the show. Thank you very much for listening and make sure you guys uh, have a great day. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.